honey, we are here. We're queer. And we're relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, y'all. What the, first of all, is this my voice that I hear coming to you from the airwaves or the magnetic waves, honey? Radioactive waves, microwaves, bitch. Pop it in fresh. Heat it up. Eat it up. Eat it. Oh my God, y'all. First of all, I would like to say welcome, welcome, welcome. This is, oh my God, what's that one Sierra song? I've been gone for, I don't even know if that's Sierra, so let me shut the fuck up before, um, ooh child, I don't even know what her um, fans are called. The No Nation, I think it's Nation. I don't know, child. Don't ask me. But what I do know is we are back. You are back. I am back listening, recording, playing another wonderful episode of Queer and Relevant. Honey, we are here. We are queer and we are relevant. Wow, y'all. First of all, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who um, continues to listen to the show. Thank you to everyone who sends the show to people. Thank you to everyone who mentions the name. I don't give a damn if you even think about it. Thank you. Um, I want to say that this, oh my God, we haven't, I haven't recorded a podcast in two months. Um, a lot has been fucking happening. Um, you can probably hear the fan going right now because it is presently, let me get my temperature. What is the shit called? Honey, the first thing I see is excessive heat warning. You don't say my motherfucking left armpit has a bead of sweat that is trailing down from the hair to the side of my body right now. Um, I think we understand it's a heat wave, mom. Miss Mother Nature, daughter. Girl, it is 97 degrees now with the high of 106. Uh-uh. Girl, I'm looking at the damn hourly forecast. Oh, my God, bitch. Somebody come fucking douse cold motherfucking ice water. Where is the ice bucket challenge when you need it? First of all, stop. Stop, 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 stop. Bitch, it's me. You don't even know who the fuck you're talking to, who you're listening to. It's me. I am Ron DMC. It's me, y'all. Your wonderful host of this lovely podcast. Um, it's me, Ron Quell. Hit me up. 
Let me know what's good. Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you also follow my co-host um, on Instagram at Marcel Lamar Music and on Twitter at Marcel Lamar Music. Marcel is doing very well, by the way, everyone. Um, we don't have a um, mental check-in for him today because this is all pretty impromptu. Um, I will let you know what's going down in a second as well. Tell you why we are back, why we are recording again. Let you know what the fuck is going on. But what I was saying was, if you happen to hear the fan in the background, it's hot as a bitch. Okay? That's just what it is. I already told you my motherfucking armpit is sweating. Um, The right one feels like it's a little bit of sweat trapped up in that hair. I might need to just shave as well so we're not getting no sweat collections up in this hair, honey. Oh my God, y'all, this heat wave, heat wave, okay, ooh, heat wave, I can't get up there right now because I'm not warmed up, but bitch, it's a motherfucking heat wave, ho, they talking about, that's why I shouted earlier, y'all, because they said at 2 o'clock p.m., it's gonna be 104 degrees, and yes, I am recording this episode live. I will be editing this episode as soon as I am done hitting record or stop. And it will also be available to you today. So, without, well, without further ado, let's just get right into it. Bitch, it's motherfucking nine. Actually, no. Stop. Let me tell you what's been going down. Honey, last time in P Valley. <laughs> okay. So I haven't recorded an episode since I think the last one I saw was June 20th. My God. Sorry, y'all. So like, thank you so much for bearing with me. Um, It has been a journey. So let's, uh, let's just dive right in. And I will give you the update. I will give you a mental check-in. There is no tea to spill today. Because what I'm about to talk to, talk about is way beyond tea spilling and gossiping. Well, not too far above it. Slightly. Like one, two, maybe two tears. Two tear cake. <laughs> so anyways, listen. June 20th. Y'all know I was trying to motherfucking tuck my tail, bury my head in the sand. Um, the offer for Celebrity Cruise Lines fell through. So um, after that, I honestly just got into work. Well, not got into work. I was already working, but I just, you know, continued to work and I was doing my thing still. Well, besides recording, um... But you know what? Honestly, I was just down as fuck on myself and I had to take some time away from, you know, the show and just work, focus on realigning myself and centering myself that way that when I do, um, when I did come back for you all, that I was going to be in a proper headspace to do that. And thank God, um, honestly, I should say thank B because, and that's, Beyonce, honey, 
um, Beezus Christ, okay? Listen, Miss Thing had a lot to do with it. And we will get all the way the fuck into it. But um, I want to let you know that I am doing very well. Um, I am currently waiting on a new assignment. So I haven't been working um, for about almost two weeks. But it is fine because my bills are paid. Um, And let's be honest, honey. This motherfucking heat wave. The girls are talking about 104, 103 at 2 p.m. And you want me dressed head to toe in button down t-shirt, dress slacks. I'm out all day. You know, with what my job, I do leasing. So um, basically when people come and they want to lease out a new apartment, they come to the front office, they see a person like myself, and I help them, you know, take a tour of the um, community. They get to see what we all, what we have to offer. And, you know, I help them get set up. But let's be fucking honest. No, I, uh, who wants to be walking around a big ass property with 450 units, um, in 105 degree weather? Hi, yeah, me, not me. I'm raising my hand, not me. No, thanks. Not happening. So honestly, sometimes I'm like, fuck. Um, I need to be working, of course, because who doesn't love money? Um, but the other side of me is like, girl, it's 105. Sit in the house, park it, put on this little makeshift fan. Well, it's not makeshift. It's like one of those um, space heaters, but it also has a fan setting, which I mean, it's on now. So like I said, you may be able to hear a little bit of it. But honestly, y'all. It's too much, too much to Quita, too much. But um, like I said, I am doing very well. I am chilling, staying out of this heat. Marcel is doing really well, everybody. He is still on his wonderful contract. Um, he's killing it out there. He um just actually had a little sprain on his ankle or his knee not too long ago. So we kept him in prayer, you know. And he has been doing well since then. He kept it elevated and he had a little brace on it. So he was doing everything that he needed to do to make sure that, um, you know, he was good to go. And he is. So I will also be messaging him and letting him know, hey, girl, we need to mentally check in with you. Give us a whole update. Maybe I'll even do an episode where it's like, a full day in like the life of Marcel and then I'll post that like as an episode that way he can kind of walk us through you know what goes down on these ships I know we've talked a little bit about it before because we both worked for cruise ships he has still since of course continued um but listen it goes down on the cruise ships y'all it's ridiculous I think I actually wanted to make an episode just simply about like ship life and how it happens and the things that transpire. Like the one time we were in Mexico and they fucking crew alert, crew alert. I mean, four in the morning, they were trying to check our crew quarters, I guess, because this boy had um ran away or he was hiding they could not find him. 
it was some sh- it was some crazy shit. So I guess they thought the boy was down in the crew quarters. He was a minor as well. Little did they know he was in a motherfucking cabin with two other girls hiding out. And if I'm not mistaken, they had stolen a bottle of alcohol. So it was just, honey, chaos, honey, chaos. To quote this, um, the fucking amazing Stacey Lane Matthews of RuPaul's Drag Race season three fame, mama. So, y'all, here we go. That's, I mean, that's honestly it for me. I really don't have much. I am doing very well. I am still staying on top of what I need to stay on top of. No, don't ask me. I have not started my real estate classes. However, comma, if you all would like to um, donate or, you know, fund a little, ed- for a little um, continued education, honey, you are more than welcome to the, um, what's this page? The anchor page. <laughs> The anchor page is open. You can send all of your donations through there. Um, so let's get to the meat and potatoes of this motherfucking show. Bitch, I'm back for one reason and one reason only. Be there. Bitch, Beyonce is making history. As the first known woman to ever reach 41 years of age. <laughs> now, of course, that's a fucking lie. Um, but, oh, my God. Somebody on Twitter said, said not said, said, honey. Somebody on Twitter said, she's one of one. She's number one. She's 41. And that's just what it is. I don't think everyone's ever reached that age before. (laughs) Let me stop trolling. Okay, bitch. That's why we're here. That's why I'm back. That is why I'm up in 90. I think it said 97 we're at right now. 98 degrees. Honey, no boy band. All heat. So we are here to celebrate. I'm honestly not sure if we've even done a um like a b-day episode but too much has been happening for us not to the last time that i talked to you all it was the mention of renaissance we talked about british vogue she talked about this new album that she has been developing the last two three years in quarantine um she said it was very much needed so let's fucking just dive all the way in y'all i would not be like like I'm literally going to record edit and put out this whole episode simply because the power that is Beyonce on is not like liquor this is Beyonce bitch and there is more sweat dripping all over my body sweat dripping all over my body honey so today is September 4th 1981 and for those who don't know that is the day that our (laughs) 
I was going to say our Lord and Savior, but I'm not even going to do that because I'm still a Christian to an extent. But listen, Mama, we are celebrating. I am celebrating the motherfucking queen of music because let's be real. Beyonce is the queen of music. I mean, these other girls can be the queen of rap, pop, um, I don't know, trap hop, pit pop, do whatever the fuck till you don't stop. But there's only one queen of music and her name happens to be Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Okay, the queen mother. So like I said, the last time that we talked, we mentioned Renaissance, British Vogue, which I do want to get my hands on. And that is when she basically was like, an album's coming. Relax, wait, and fucking experience. I hope you all know that at this time, we still do not have music videos. Excuse me, Burp. We still do not have music videos for any of these songs. The most she gave to us was, <laughs> honey, the most she gave to us was that damn teaser, um, that I'm the girl teaser. And, but you know what? Let me stop. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's go back. So, like I said, she did, and this, this rollout, you all, is just incredible. Um, the last, we actually haven't had a Beyonce rollout probably since before she dropped her self-titled album, Beyonce. And what was that? 2000, hell, damn near like, oh God, when did Beyonce drop? Let me take a look now, child, because I don't want to tell nothing wrong because it's been about, I believe, um, the Hive was saying it's been about five, six years since her last solo album since lemonade came out oh wow beyonce came out in 2013 y'all um and she hasn't really rolled out anything since before that so four was before um self-titled and let's be for real when self-titled dropped no i am was before self-titled and when self-titled dropped she literally changed the fucking world she literally changed music so when she says shit like in the feeling myself remix with nikki where she says world stopped that's like not a game y'all it's not a fucking game listen this woman she dropped that studio she dropped that um secret album on in december i believe okay of 2013 the landscape of music changed so much when she did that, that not only was everyone trying to copy and all, all of a sudden, I have a secret album. I have a secret album. No, I have a secret album. Okay. She was the first, but the gag of it all is the music industry literally was like, okay, we're now releasing music on Tuesday. As opposed to Friday, because I believe it was a Tuesday when she dropped self-titled because it was such a surprise. Like she literally changed everything. Um, 
And so then every, every, the music industry was basically like, well, since Beyonce has gone and changed, you know, music release day to Tuesday, we're going to copy the queen. Girl, it was just too much, mama. It was just too much. So that's, I'm just saying like her impact is just completely fucking felt. But anyways, let's get into this new album. I'm talking everything. I'm talking rollout. I'm talking samples. I'm talking writing credits. I'm talking, I'm that girl. Honey, be, please motherfuckers ain't stop. Oh my God. Now listen, this album may be called Renaissance, but you're about to step into the Renaissance. Get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Comfortable in my skin, cozy, cozy. Okay, get into it. The Renaissance has begun. I love Beyonce so much. See, that's what I can do in my name. You have Beyonce, and then you have Beyonce. Like, it's perfect. You have Renaissance, which is Beyonce's best solo album. It's not up for debate. This is Beyonce's best solo album. I don't know what kind of crack, rock, cocaine, motherfucking, all the mother damn crazy drugs she done put up in here. But I need this album injected directly into my bloodstream. I have played this album the fuck out. I'm telling y'all, it's literal crack in this fucking album and I cannot get enough of it it's be it's Beyonce's crack she done put her whole, whole ass crack in the motherfucking album I just can't so let's get to the renaissance okay y'all so Beyonce she was really trolling us for a while y'all know she started doing that um first she took all her pictures off of her Instagram and everything so you know Hive was already going crazy we like, bitch, don't fucking play with us. Something's about to happen. It's been six years since her last solo album, Lemonade. Um, and I'm not talking again. I say solo. I am not referring to Black is King, which was an incredible album that she did to promote Lion King, um, which was the story of, basically, it was the story of Lion King and how, you know, life basically transcends and we move on from one thing to the next and it's a journey you know from from boy to man um and so then of course before that we were giving um given everything is love which was the joint album with jay-z and also let me just say beyonce thank you see the people think that first of all beyonce listens that's one thing she does do she listens um, we have talked too much on black gay Twitter, Beyonce, leave your husband at home. He has three kids to raise. Let him go do that. You hop in the studio, lock the doors and don't come out mom. Okay. Okay. And that's basically what she did, which I love because I mean, come on. So she starts all that shit with us, right? 
like I mentioned, we talked about British Vogue. Um, you know, she told us a little bit about the album then. It was going to be a dance album. She wanted to, like I said, be free. Um, and literally, y'all, oh my God, this fucking album. But anyways, so she did all that. And this rollout has been impressive as fuck, you guys. All of a sudden, we're all, we're all on, the hive is all on Instagram. And we see that she announced in her Instagram bio, Renaissance. So right in the bio, it's, you know, her name, this, that, and the other. And she goes, Renaissance coming out, you know, I think it was the 20th of June or whatever. Something like, something like that. Or that's when she announced it. Sorry. So she's like, Renaissance. And, oh my God. We are like, are y'all kidding me? This is a new Beyonce album. Or excuse me. Um, She announces Renaissance. Then she announces um, the single Break My Soul also announced in her Instagram bio. And we're like, first of all, what is this fucking rollout? It's genius, but what is it? Why are you only communicating to us through Instagram bio? And you know, the hive is sneaky as fuck. Hive is not sneaky. Hive is detective. I'm coming with a new world, word, new world. Hive is detectatorial as fuck. <laughs> That's my word, detectatorial, honey. Because Hive is gonna find out some shit. So she announces "Break My Soul," and we like, is this bitch playing with us? Like, stop. And we like, what is this song going to be? What's happening? You know, she ain't t- told us nothing. <sighs> so then she releases Break My Soul. Mama with the queen diva herself. Motherfucking queen. Big Frida. You already know. Oh, my God. I'm like, really, Big Frida? I'm about to explode. Dig up, explode. Yaka, 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 yaka. Oh my God, bitch. Now, let me tell y'all something. Break My Soul came out at the perfect time because at this time, it was when I found out that I was not going to the cruise ship. And I'm saying all this to just tell you how, first of all, well, I don't know if your fave does this, but my fave definitely does. Beyonce just has the innate ability to know when the beehive needs something from her she knows it's fucking weird as fuck but she fucking knows when i tell you that i'm saying i was going through some shit before this song came out i was going through it you know it was the expectations that i had put on myself to get to celebrity and then finding out that you know it wasn't happening it was it was fucking difficult, you know, um, because who wants to hear you're going, then you're not, right? But luckily, the queen, she did what she did, and she released this incredible fucking inspirational ass song, and it it just did everything it needed. You know, you won't break my soul. That's the fucking chorus. 
So it's a motivating song letting you know that whatever you're going through, you know, don't let that situation that you're currently in break your soul. You know, keep strong, keep forward, keep pressing on, keep doing what it got to do. You know, because once she knows once that soul is broke, you ready to just give up, give in throw in the towel and that's not what this is about this is about really fucking it's about living you know in spite of all the crazy ass shit that happens it's about persevering and pushing forward so i mean like big frida says release your wiggle release your anger release the tie release your job Mama, release the trade, Marcel. You need to release your trade, honey. Miss um, Prince of Egypt, <laughs> release her. Girl, wait till Marcel tells y'all about Prince of Egypt, honey. All the way down. So, break my soul. And let me tell y'all, it's something about listening to this uh, this song, Break My Soul, on the album. It was the perfect single. When you listen to all these songs, and it's a 16-track album. We'll get into that as well. But when you listen to all the songs, this was the perfect single. Like, literally. It sits in the middle of the damn, um, well, not the middle. It's not eight. So, it sits near the middle of the album. Um, and it's just a good fucking feel-good song. It samples Robin S., Show me love. Who doesn't know that song? Um, and it's just fucking incredible, y'all. Renaissance is literally a love letter to the black queer community. That's what it is. Um, she's also expressed this when she talks about her uncle Johnny, who was her mother's nephew. And she says that her uncle was the one who introduced her and her sister Solange to house music and to, you know, techno to dance to disco and that was the era when you know the AIDS epidemic was through the roof it was through the roof um we were losing people all the time we were losing people quickly and disco and that dance music during that time was a way for our people to kind of escape it was an escapism it was a way for us to step away from the problems that were plaguing us at the time we were able to go to the club we can go to the disco we can dance we can party um and then when it's over you know we have to get back to our shit but for those few hours that were in the club we're letting it all go and that's honestly what this album is about it's about releasing your wiggle shit it's about being free um and it's about loving yourself it's about celebrating who you are as a person and all of those things. So, let's keep it going. So, like I said, Break My Soul. Y'all, when this song came out, I played it non... I mean, it's new Beyonce. So, of course, I played it day and fucking night. Day and night. Ugh. So, anyways, Break My Soul came out. They did that for us. Um, And so, then she starts releasing the fucking renaissance box sets so we're like oh this bitch merch is coming merch merch 
merch. So she's doing the merch. She still hasn't really said much of anything. She's still releasing things on um, her website. She had, um, like I said, the Instagram rollout that came out. And so then we keep moving on. And so then, you know, Break My Soul starts hitting it on the charts, of course. Then, bitch, she's like, don't worry. Here's the Renaissance cover. And this hoe is sitting like, what's the name of Bianca Jagger? When Bianca Jagger comes into Studio 54 on that horse, look it up. Google it. Bitch, that was literally what Beyonce was doing. She's like, I'm finna come on this motherfucking scene. And they said that horse that she's sitting on, whoever hasn't seen this album cover. So Beyonce is sitting in this wonderful, like, custom fitted um, bikini. And she is sitting on this horse. But the horse is embellished with, it's basically a disco ball horse that she's sitting on. Um, and it was, of course, custom made. They showed the videos and the behind the scenes of the creator and everything as well, um, making the piece. But it's pure fucking disco. It's pure dance. She looks phenomenal. So, of course, Hive is going crazy. We are talking about everything on Twitter, as always. So then, you know, she starts doing, she starts posting and mind you renaissance came out um july 29th so this rollout she's just fucking everything she's doing obviously like you do for a rollout you're just getting the fans ready so bitch then she goes okay y'all want to keep going she's like i want to play with hive here's the track list so she releases the track list and we are like Oh, this bitch is crazy. First of all, we said 16 songs. And all she did was put out the song list. So we don't know what kind of features she has. We don't know what's happening. We just have all these songs. And the only one we know is Break My Soul. So we're like, I'm that girl. Okay, damn. Duh. She's talking shit. Come on now. Cuff it. We're like, hmm. Beyonce wants, wants to be cute. She wants to be cuffed, cuff my daughter, but y'all, so she starts the track list and we like, oh my God, just no Jay-Z, but thank you track list. And so then, you know, a couple days later, a couple days later, bitch, then the unthinkable happens. So a week later, literally what, like two days before the fucking album comes out, it's leaked. The album is leaked. And it, I think it happened because, you know, they had um, in the other side of the world. Hell, they already two days, one day ahead of us. So they ended up having the album early, you know, in fucking Sweden, France. And I know all the French hive was, you know, going up because they had the album already. And I believe that is how it leaked. Um, Give me one second. I got to press pause. I have a slight break. I'll come right back and we'll talk about the leak. All right, I'm back. Quick little break. I had to go and pick up um, 
I don't know where it came from, but see, this is God. This is Beyonce. This is the ancestors. This is the universe. So like I mentioned, um, I'll get back to the leak and we'll finish Renaissance, my Renaissance review. Um, but real quick, like I told you, I haven't been working and things like that. So it's just been hard to find an assignment. And like I said, my bills are paid and shit like that, but it leaves no room. Oh, excuse me. But it leaves no room for a lot of other things. So randomly, my aunt hit me up yesterday and she's like, oh, you have a check here from Wells Fargo. I'm like, a check from Wells Fargo? She's like, yeah, um, it's for $150. I'm like, yeah, I need that. I need that. I need that. No vixen, honey. Um, and she just dropped it off right now. Thank God. What a blessing. So that's what I'm saying. Like things sometimes have a way of working out. You know, I'm not working right now, but lo and behold, there's a check sitting for me right here so I can actually go and do things and, you know, get groceries and shit, a damn 10 bags of ice. I need how much ice can $150 give me? Because that's how, how much I need honey so anyways but yeah that that was everything so back to the leak so we're on twitter everyone's chilling the album fucking leaks and we're like Ugh, again again last time a beyonce album leaked i think it was four that's the last album that leaked of hers um and so it was just crazy that this happened again and i think it happened like i said because of the european Hive members who were just, you know, posting shit and all that. I'm not listening to no leak. I'm not ruining it for myself. That's not how she has intended it for us or any of artists. Really, the artist doesn't create a body of work for it to then be leaked and consumed by the masses. Right. It's fucking disrespectful as shit. So, of course, there was no way I was going to fucking listen to that shit. So I didn't because hello i'm hive and the weight let me tell y'all how about uh, i can't even talk let me tell y'all about how the weight was so worth it so like i said the album leaks the 27th two days before the release um and twitter is in a frenzy everyone's talking about the album everyone's going back and forth about how good it is some people are not liking it i.e. the white ones um because again this album is a love letter to black queer music it's a love letter to the black ballroom scene that's that's it point blank the period the end um so it's just like almost when she dropped you know black is king or when she dropped formation sometimes the non-black hive members don't really understand it because they I don't know still don't get me started so like I said the album leaks and I was like I'm not fucking with this bullshit I don't want to hear it I'll wait till the 29th so mama the day of the 29th arrives and I'm like oh my god we're about to get renaissance we're about to get renaissance so and you know it it, it it drops 12 a.m., um, you know, New York in them time. And then for us, it ends up releasing on Apple Music at 9. So, bitch, I was waiting. I'm like, I'm sitting here. I got my drink. 
I have my motherfucking blunt that's finna be rolled. And as soon as this actually, <laughs> when it when it dropped, I was walking to the liquor store because I had to get set up. Okay, when I hear my music, no matter what it is, I like to chill with a cocktail. I have some weed, and we do the damn thing. So, bitch, um, it drops at nine, and I'm texting my 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 bitch, my Heather. I'm like, girl. It's dropped, it's dropped. He like, I don't see it, I don't see it. I'm like, bitch, restart the phone. So we restart the phones, whatever. Well, he does. And he's like, oh my God. So I'm like, let me hurry up, bitch. Power motherfucking walk into the house. I'm like, let me hurry up and get to this damn house because I need to put the speaker on. I need to roll up. I need to pull up. I need to sit up and listen. Girl. Oh, my God. So, I mean, y'all know we're going to go. We're going to go and do a full ass review, honey. I'm not playing games. We're going track by motherfucking track. And we're going to talk about it. So, number one, I'm that girl. This bitch. First, she starts off and with this sample I I need to figure out who the sample is by as well but the first thing this the song says is please motherfuckers ain't stopping me Beyonce I'm that girl okay it's not my stance it's not my man it's just that I'm that girl Oh my God, Beyonce is talking shit, shit. And it's a great opener. 20 something years in the game, I'm still that fucking girl. She's like, make no mistake about it. I make these clothes look good because I'm wearing them. The music sounds good because I'm on it. It's not the makeup. It's not the jewelry. It ain't this nigga I'm standing next to. It's me. It's me. I'm that girl. Next. Deadass. Oh my God. Also, these fucking. When you listen to this album in its entirety, because that's how albums should be listened to, don't fucking skip around and do all that bullshit. You go from track one to the end. And in this case, it's 1 through 16. And sometimes it doesn't even feel like 16 different songs because these transitions, when I say are seamless and perfect, it's just that. So literally right after fucking I'm That Girl stops, or no, doesn't stop, it goes back to the intro Please, motherfuckers, ain't stop. They're like, boop, 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 boop. And then she gets into Cozy. And the first words you hear on Cozy is, this a reminder. She's, oh, God. Y'all, I'm finna go to hell. Not because it's so hot in here, but because I don't know if I can make it into heaven with the way I done played this album out. I'm ready to shout. 
I'm ready to change my religion. That's what's going to land me there. Because I'm, I'm praying to be honest. Okay? It's just too much. So cozy. Second track. This is also a track that fucking has the legendary trans icon T.S. Madison on this on this fucking track and we'll get into all the drama with Khalees and the sampling and the removing of the samples and then I'll also get into the importance of why it's important to have your artist credited like Beyonce was trying to do with Khalees I digress so T.S. Madison has a small little speaking role in it which was from one of the videos she did bitch I'm black um, and this this song is basically a love letter to yourself. You know, I'm comfortable in my skin. Don't get it twisted. I know who I am. This is who I've always meant was meant to be. I'm chilling, cozy. Next, alien superstar. By the way, I am not convinced that there is not an upright bass on that fucking song because that intro is giving upright bass down on cozy and i need someone to confirm or deny so alien superstar whip whip oh my god first she takes the she uses a sample y'all know that sample i'm too sexy for my clothes too sexy for my shirt too sexy oh my god she samples that listen these samples that she's using this is like this is <laughs> that reminds me of that fucking Erica video from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. This shit is in different areas. It it's in different areas because it really is, y'all. Like she's not fucking playing around with us. Um, so she samples that in the chorus. I'm too sexy for this world. Oh my god, Beyonce. I'm one of one. I'm number one. I'm the only. I'm 41. <laughs> wow. This song. <sighs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Moving on. Cuff it. Oh my God. Also, the fucking people who she has playing on these records. Like, are you kidding me? It's bananas Nile Rodgers and if anyone um may not know who Nile Rodgers is he was big as hell back in the 60s 70s during the disco era if I'm not mistaken he is from the group Chic and you know what that song they sing um freak out uh say she no that's I'm I'm singing Countess Luann you know the song I'm singing. All that da da, get you down. No da da, you didn't run around. That's Nile Rodgers. That's his band. So, of course, on the one of the fucking grooviest, funkiest songs, Beyonce gets him to play. Um, and he she also did that song with Raphael Sadiq, who is a fucking legend. Like, come on. So, Cuff It is a cute little dance bop. It's about, like she says, I feel like falling in love. Okay? I'm in the mood to fuck something up. 
Oh my god. Y'all know I'm gonna play this album the fuck out today, right? So, cuff it. Cute. Love it. Now, let's get. Oh, actually, hold on. Because I'm not done. I want to see what else. Okay, so what we were talking about fucking energy. That's the fifth track. So. Poor thing. Poor thing. Khalees, Khalees, Khalees. So let me tell y'all just a quick update because I don't want to spend too much time on it. Tell you what ended up happening with Khalees. So on energy, Beyonce samples a little bit of milkshake. So towards the end, like I said, like these transitions are fucking redonkulous. So towards the end of energy, there's a little bit of the milkshake. Um, y'all know the la 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 la. So a little bit of that is towards the end. So it's, it's a little bit faster, a little bit. So it's like la 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 la. But anyways, it's there. So when Khalees found out about the sample being there, she went to the internet, as the girls do, you know, and all her grievances. And you know what? Stop. I'm talking to myself. Stop. I do not want to minimize also her feelings because her feelings are valid. Um, so that's one thing that I will say. What has been done to Khalees is not cool at all. However, comma, it is a music business. And in business, people get fucked over. That's just pretty much how it goes. So basically what ended up happening was because Beyonce decided to use, um, a little bit of milkshake and energy. Well, Technically, the song belongs to Pharrell and Chad of the Neptunes because they wrote the song. So it 100% belongs to them. Beyonce credited Khalees on the album as like a... God, I'm not going to say that word. She credited her because she wanted to look out for her. As another black woman in the game, in the industry, she wanted to look out. So, but unfortunately, Khalees wasn't down with that. You know, then her and her sisters started talking about, you know, the devil, soldier, soldier, the devil, and all the Illuminati. Once you start getting into the Illuminati with Beyonce, that's how you know the music is going to slap. When we start getting into Illuminati rumors about the queen, that's how you know she's onto some good shit. She's ruffled some feathers. The music is about to hit when they start with the with the Illuminati allegations. So, like I said, Khalees did her thing. She's mad. Her and her sister are mad, 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 mad. Rightfully so. But the anger to me is misdirected. It needs to be directed towards the people who actually stole your song. Um, what Beyonce was trying to do was be like, hey, like, I know you don't own this song. It's going on my album, which I know is going to be number one. And it was. So, like, here, like, let me help you out a little bit. You feel me? She didn't want that, which is understandable. So, I mean, in typical Beyonce form, fashion, not typical. No, that's not true. That's not typical. She's done this maybe once or twice before. Some petty ass shit like this. Actually, no, it's not petty. 
But like so she removed her motherfucking sample. She figured you don't want to be on the album. That's fine. Let's remove the sample. That way nobody gets money. Khalees, you don't get money. Um, Chad, you don't get no money. Pharrell, you don't get no money. We'll just, we'll, instead of clearing the sample, I'm going to clear you. How about that? And there will be no sample. Next track. Girl. And that's what I'm saying about, you know, the T.S. Madison um, shit. I'm trying to get the word together. The T.S. Madison um, credit. That's what I'm saying. The credit that T.S. got and why it's so important. Because lo and behold, Cozy, that song with T.S. Madison that uses a little bit of her um, skit. That song is now on the Billboard Hot 100. And because T.S. Madison is a part of that, she is like, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she's one of the first trans people to be on the Billboard Hot 100. And that's just due to the fact that she was credited in a Beyonce song. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all still full circle, which is why I wasn't understanding. I mean, fully understanding Khalees' perspective. Because this wasn't a slight to you. This was actually supposed to be something that everyone could benefit from. You know, I know Khalees just lost her husband not too long ago. Um, Not to say she doesn't need it or not to say she needs it because she's doing very well for herself still. Um, But it would just have been nice to see, you know, the support or for her to accept the support. So she didn't and like i said beyonce pulled the fucking song um bitch moving on fucking energy like i said milkshake and i think she also uses she uses um a little tina marie ooh la 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 so hell even tina marie got a damn credit she's not even with us anymore like so stop playing cullies so next song break my soul like we said, she not only features um, Big Frida, but she also used Big Frida's song. She sampled Big Frida's song, Explode, in there as well. So, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, this album is a love letter to the black, queer people everywhere. And everyone is fucking eating off of this album. Beyonce has been has given credit to people who have been overlooked people who have been stolen from, people who have just been copied um, and not credited. And so she's paying that back. And like I mentioned, this is also a big love letter to her uncle Johnny, who was her mother's nephew, who introduced her and her sister to all this wonderful house music, this dance music, this fucking feel-good disco music. Um, So it's, it's all done intentionally. Nothing that Beyonce does is not intentional, if you follow me. So um, let's keep going. So Break My Soul, like we said, that is the sample. Um, excuse me, that's the song. And she used not only Robin S, Show Me Love, but she also used Big Frida. So next, Church Girl. And everybody was like, Church Girl, what the hell? What is going on? What is Beyonce singing about? So then... 
we get into the meat and potatoes of Church Girl. And, oh, Lord, Church Girl, which also samples, honey, get into it, samples um, the Clark sisters. And even Twinkie Clark got online and performed a bit of the song that Beyonce samples. So, like, Khalees, come up off of it. If Twinkie is okay with Beyonce singing Drop It Like a Thotty and talking about you know, shaking ass and them tiggo bitties, then Khalees, you can be fine with a couple la 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 la's, doo 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 doos at the end of a song, honey. But nonetheless, it's gone. So Church Girl, oh my God. <sighs> Church Girl is a fucking groove as fuck. It's track seven. It's playing now. Let me put it on pause. Um, And it's, Shit. What I love about this song is she's saying you can be a fucking church girl, you can be a club girl, you can still go to church on Sunday morning after you've partied all night on Saturday. So yes, honey, duality, church girl, shake it like a thotty, shake it, back that ass up on Saturday, and we'll get up and go to church on Sunday. So next track. Boom. Plastic off the sofa. Now, this is a gag because how many fucking, especially black people, that plastic on the sofa back in the 90s, y'all. So that's what this song is like calling to. You know, it's an ode to the 90s, the old school way that our fucking aunties and grandmothers used to have that damn plastic on the sofa, so the sofa don't get fucked up. Girl, they didn't take that plastic off, mama. Um, first of all, this fucking song, it is... Sh- and anybody who says Beyonce is not singing on this album, first of all, doesn't have ears. Second of all, doesn't know what singing is. Because the way that she uses her voice is astronomical especially at the later ends of these songs um, and the track list. So this is a fucking feel-good-ass groove, this bass. And um, like I was saying before I got cut off, what I, love, what I love about Beyonce is when she does those same vocal runs like in I Care with the guitar. How on that bridge, she and the guitar are literally doing the same riffs. She's singing and the guitar player is playing. I love when she does that shit. So she, she does it a little bit in plastic off the sofa with the bass. And it's just fucking incredible. Um, and this, this song is about being in love. Um, you know, and we're just going to be chilling in love together. I love you. I love me. I love our little family. Um, and let's just be happy, you know? Now, now we're getting into the, into the thick of it, into the thick of it. Mama, no backyardigans. Listen, track nine. That's why we're here, aren't we? We're all here for track nine. Virgo's groove. I mean, it is B-Day. As soon as I finish that, I'm putting that on full motherfucking blast, ho. Because that's my song. First of all, 
it's six minutes of pure it's six minutes and nine seconds of pure perfection this song is pure perfection and the gag is it has so many different parts to it it does not even seem like it's a fucking six minute song because there's so many different layers to it um it almost sounds like a different song when she reaches a new part of it right like as opposed from going to the um baby baby come over you know baby come over all that background shit into the no that brit oh my god and in the background you are oh my god and it's like layers upon layers of vocal fucking agility layers of vocal stacking these harmonies not that it won't be tight it's an album they have to be but the fucking way these harmonies are so tight and so close together and it's almost like you can't dis- well that's what it's almost like you can't discern what part is what um but anyways Virgo's Groove is my favorite song on this album and when that bitch transitions into that fucking bridge and she starts getting into that upper register in that high falsetto that high husky raspy falsetto that we fucking love her for oh my god I need it's funny because I recorded a when the album came out I recorded a reaction video and I think I need to edit it down and post it I honestly spent about 14 minutes on Virgo's groove alone just because it's that fucking good um but I I might have to edit that and post it because it was funny as oh my god it was so funny I was cracking up laughing at my damn self looking at this reaction video so I know y'all are gonna get a kick out of it um but yes, my favorite song, definitely Virgo's Groove. Honey, next track, 10. Move with Grace Jones. Grace Jones. She was saying her name like, y'all know that song, Mike Jones? Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. That's how Beyonce doing it. Grace Jones. Grace said, move out the way. Oh, my God. I'm with my girls. And we all need space. When the queen come through. Part like the Red Sea. Bitch, move. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Period. Beyonce said, I'm coming up into the club. When me and my girls pull up. Step to the side, please. It's all for us. I'm not playing around. Oh, my God. Tim's. I don't know too much about Tim's and her music either, but, um, I mean, she obviously added to the song as well. Like, don't get it twisted. But move, 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 move. Oh, my God. And Grace Jones doing a song. Grace Jones don't give a fuck about nobody in this damn industry. Have y'all seen that video of Grace Jones? And she's basically like, 
calling Gaga a, a biter, saying she stole all her shit. Miley Cyrus can't sing all this, that, and the third. Grace Jones don't play. Um, Grace Jones, another fucking queer icon. Another queer icon who has been influential um, with her aesthetic as, and uh, as far as androgyny goes, um, she's just phenomenal. I mean, who don't love fucking Grace Jones in Boomerang <laughs> when she put her damn leg on that table with Eddie Murphy talking about who can resist this pussy? Pussy, pussy, pussy. Oh my God. If y'all have not seen Boomerang, watch it. But specifically that part of Grace Jones shouting pussy in that damn restaurant leg all on the table out open wide um iconic 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 next song one of my favorites heated one of my fucking favorites heated y'all oh my god drake drake first of all drake wrote this down um I also loved hearing the reference track that Drake has. And also, this this is why Drake was rushing to put his shit out. Because he knew Beyonce was going to come around, do a house album, shut it down, break records. And that's why, that I, honestly, never mind. Ain't that what he called it? Because he was thinking, when, well, when Beyonce drops, I'm honestly, never mind. I don't even need. That's why he dropped a quote-unquote secret album. Girl, the girls are stunt queens, okay? And they get that from us as well. Trying to pull a stunt. Drake knew it. I mean, now, I ain't listened to it because I'm not a fan of his. Um, I also don't need him. Drake likes to dibble and dabble in whatever is popular at the minute, whatever suits him. Um. That's why y'all always talking about how many accents this man has. Because he done did almost every album under the sun already. And it's like, who are you? But don't get me started. Um, Don't get me heated. <laughs> no pun intended. But y'all, you can hear Drake all the fuck over this album. That's, an, I mean, this song. That's another reason why it's one of my favorites. Even though I don't like Drake. It's crazy to me, though, how Beyonce can hear a reference take it and put it completely into her own shit making her complete own also what is iconic about fucking heated is this bitch at the end of heated is doing now if you haven't been to a ball before like the ballroom scene for the queer people for for you know that that queer people put on um they have a commentator and the commentator chants and they do you know they do Yo, yo, on the floor, give me pussy, pussy more. You know, they do all that shit. You know, Vogue, Vogue, Vogue it down. We're going to see who gets ground. Eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. You know, all that shit. Beyond, oh my God. That's what they do in the fucking ball scene. The, the girls go wild. Um, And this is just another facet of Beyonce's, whoever the fuck she has on her team, but also just the icon she is. The person she listens to. Beyonce knows damn well who her fan base is. Her core fan base. Hive is a bunch of faggots. Hive is a bunch of gay boys. 
probably 95% black. I mean, come on. Come on. You have to know your audience, right? You have, you have to play into it. So anyways, like I was saying about Heated, um, at the end, she does this fucking chant. Oh my God, that is just fucking, not only is the chant everything, this bitch is talking about fucking, what's she saying? Uh, well, we all love tip, tip, tip on hardwood floors, tin, tin, tin across the board. Give me face, 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 y'all. Your face card never declines, my God. Beyonce, this is a bitch. She did that shit, like, for fucking real. And then I also love the fan, um, where my damn fan? Where my fans at? I love the fucking fan, like, y'all don't know. Hold on, I'm gonna gonna have to pop this fan on here because y'all don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But in the end, in the end of, um, he with the chant she has a fan and you know y'all know the fans hold on bitch because y'all playing let me get my fan fan me off i'm hot 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 like stolen chanel like me up and i know y'all heard that okay tap tap tap, tap. <laughs> y'all this shit is every fucking thing it's so gay it's cunt it's pussy it's all those things. It's Beyonce. But bitch, when she does that fan. Oh my God. And she knows. She knows her fan base. Because on that website, all that merch. The bitch got a fan on there too. Because she knows when we go to this fucking tour. We're about to be. The girls, I don't know what the sound is that the girls call it. Thwarping or thropping or some shit like that. But the girls are going to be motherfucking. We're going to be popping our fucking fans, bitch. Which is why she put one on the goddamn merch. Also, this bitch. She added a rolling tray to her website on her merch. Oh, my God, y'all. I'm going to be I'm going to be having a Beyonce rolling tray like it's crazy. So that's heated fucking and that's fucking taken over too. everyone fucking loves that goddamn song. Um, Next, we have thick Ass getting thicker. Ain't that way to go. He told me he was killing that shit. And I see him. I don't know. Fuck, bitch. Don't ask me. I listen to my favorite songs. But I can say, I'm getting it, honey. Um, Thick is fucking fine. She said, baby, that's that thick. That's that ball drop. Okay? Don't play with me. I'm still Yonce. I'm still everything. It's that thick. Um, my next favorite song. That's, this is my new favorite song. The one that I'm talking about. Gonna be now. America has... Uh, no, All Up In Your Mind is next. So... And the girls are hating on her. This is more, that's because the girls don't get it. It's more rock vibes almost. Um, Beyonce is just killing it in every genre. She really is. And the fact that this album is still so cohesive and it just blends so well together. Mind you, we talked about this on the podcast that I recorded before this. This is only act one, y'all. 
she still has act two and act three. And from what I'm hearing, they are going to be fucking outstanding. Like they really are. Um, so here we go. Baby, that's that thick. So bitch. Oh my God. All up in your mind. It's a, it's a, I'm trying to get all up in your mind. All up in your mind. Oh my God. I'm all up in your mind. And she's basically like, like she's saying, I'm all up in your mind. Like I want to be everywhere. You know, I want to take over every space, every facet. Um, next song, <laughs> America, America has a problem, bitch. Now let me tell you Beyonce's mind, right? So uh, what I love about America has a problem is she's basically saying America has a problem and I'm the problem. It's like a double entendre, right? So America has a problem is all is a a sample also. Um, she uses a sample from an artist called Kilo Ali, and his song "Cocaine" in parentheses. America has a problem. Um, obviously, it's about you know coke and you know drugs. So it's a double entendre. This song she's saying not only does America have a drug problem. But I'm like a drug to America and y'all are basically addicted to me. Y'all have a problem with me. I can make you fucking fiend for it. Right. I, you know, I'm gonna make you go a week for it. Make you wait a whole week for it. Right. I want you to love to be deep for me. It's just crazy. And the bitch, and this is another rap. Y'all say, honey, 204080 out the trap. Hit it with the rap. Put it on the map. Then we write back. Okay? Call me when you want to get high. Call me when you want to get high. Right? Tony Mantana. Tony Mantana with the racks. IVP on my bag. Double G's on my dash. Nigga, I'm bad. Okay, boy, you can't get no higher than this. No, that's my favorite part in the whole song. I think when she's a no. Oh, my God. She's saying I'm the problem. America has the problem and I'm the pro- I'm the fucking problem. The, I'm the fucking crack. Y'all are addicted to me. Your ex dealer dope. I'm sick of her. Your ex dealer dope. But it ain't crack enough. Your ex dealer dope. But it ain't crack enough. He don't got that shit that I got. Oh my God. She's everything. Next song. Honey. <laughs> Honey. Miss Honey. Oh my God. Again. So she is really giving, I'm telling you, this is a love letter to fucking black queerness, black liberation life. Um, so this next song called Pure Honey, track 15, 
she um, samples a few of the um, queer legends that we have. So she samples um, Kevin Aviance, who is a noted, I believe he is a um, DJ, if I'm not mistaken, in the um, scene. Um, Mike Q. Now, he definitely is a DJ. DJ Mike Q. Um, he is the DJ who is on Legendary. So he does all the music for Legendary. So he's, so, I mean, obviously, that, that Legendary is a ball, ballroom house, uh, ballroom um, show, you know, depicting all the different houses and the voguing and the styles and all that. So, I mean, come on, it's, it's her references are there. Um, and she also samples his, um, I believe it's Moi Renee, who was a queer icon, tr- queer uh, trans icon back in the day. Um, and what gag, the gag is, so at the end of the song, Beyonce has um, Moi, Ren- um, Moi Renee. Miss Honey, Miss Honey. But the fucking gag is that video on Twitter was going around like two weeks before the track list or the album even came out. So everybody was already on that fucking video. And then when we saw that fucking track list, everyone was like, if she is sampling fucking Miss Honey, we are going to scream. Not only that, did not only did she do that, but the fucking music video. So in the music video, um, Moi Renee is standing with a black job, like look like a jumpsuit, this beautiful beehive green wig on. Um, and I believe she has two backup dancers behind her. And so when Beyonce put out the teaser for I'm That Girl, what she did was this bitch. She basically squeezed all the music videos into that small teaser. So there's a small section of the teaser that takes you through every video. It has every look that she does for these videos. So, of course, Hive being who we are, we go through every frame. We pause every frame. We look and dissect every frame because not only was she fucking beautiful, she was giving us looks, she was giving us wigs, she was giving us um, just everything. So on that specific scene, we paused it and she has the same exact setup that Moi Renee had. She has a green wig on and she has that black cat suit. She's got two male dancers behind her. So we know she's going to come. I I already told you, bitches. If Beyonce starts voguing, it's giving it's giving Mean Girls. Beyonce released Renaissance and started voguing, so I started voguing, hands down. Give me hands, period. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like the references are fucking there. She's an icon. It's going down. Next track, Summer Renaissance, which is the last song. Um, and this samples. I mean, come on. This samples the fucking queen of disco, Donna Summer. Like, it's not even a game. Donna Summer was instrumental in the disco era, um, especially during, like, we talked about the AIDS epidemic. Um, Donna Summer has a huge gay fan base. Um, That's why I'm telling you, Beyonce was really fucking, fucking tapped in tapped in you know when you have when you put this much that's what i'm telling you guys about intention what she's doing is intentional her crediting Khalees on her album was intentional 
her crediting all these black queer trans musicians is intentional it's intentional right because like i said these are people who have been looked over before stolen from you know like come on so she's paying back um summer renaissance is a fucking inspiration that song just makes me want to just I mean, I'll just say this. That song makes me want to take a time machine to Studio 54 and inhale a cloud of motherfucking cocaine and dance the night away. I can say what the fuck I want to say. This is my show. And I said it. Summer Renaissance makes me want to travel back in time to Studio 54, do a lineup coke and party all fucking night that is exactly what this song is that's what this album is it's everything um i want to also go back a little bit to oh so let me give you my top three my top three in no particular order um virgo's groove cozy and heated down hands down um, I really, 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 really love Heated. Um, not only because, like I said, she's giving us those fan pops in the back. She's giving us that commentating that, you know, all the girls do at the balls. But she also shouted out her Uncle Johnny. So at the end, she goes, Uncle Johnny made my dress that cheap spandex. She looks so mad. And it's so cute because she was talking about her prom dress. And of course, Hive pulled the receipts. Um, and of course we've heard the stories, you know, of her mom talking about this as well. Um, Beyonce was really influenced by, um, basically this was her, basically this was her cousin, but she called him uncle Johnny. This is her mom's nephew. Um, she was really influenced by him. Mama Tina said that, you know, he used to watch, he, um, he used to watch Beyonce and Solange when they were younger. Um, he introduced them to all this music, the dance, the, the, the club, the, the, um, voguing, the, what was it, what was I saying? Dance club, voguing house. That's what I'm talking about. Specifically house because black people invented house music. Let's not get that twisted. Um, that's for another day though. <laughs> but I mean, and what I love about her shouting him out, he actually also, um, passed away um due to complications from AIDS um but I love that she shouted him out because I used to I mean now at this stage in my life me and all my black gay friends we are now Uncle Johnny right so and to me Uncle Johnny is an an older um gay man who can be an inspiration to someone younger to a gay you know, so he is teaching them about things that they may not know about. Right. Because no one teaches us, especially back in the day, no one was teaching us about, you know, especially sexuality, gay sexuality. Like they didn't want to talk about that kind of shit, you know. So it was it's nice. That's why we have in our community. We do have gay mothers and gay fathers who teach us about staying protected during sex, teach us about going to get tested. They teach us about 
you know, how to move through this world as a queer person and especially as a black queer person, because that comes with a complete different set of rules, right? Than living your life as a white queer person. Um, And so I love the fact that she was inspired by her uncle Johnny, who she called her godmother. I was inspired also by mine because I did have an uncle Johnny when my mother was alive. She had a best friend who, um, his name was Guillermo and we called him uncle Guillermo. And he was this six foot, like fucking one, six foot two tall, um, Latino man. And he had a, I forgot where uncle Guillermo was from, but he had a thick accent um, he was flamboyant as fuck. He was larger than life. He had so much energy. He had the best laugh ever. So I was able to be around someone like that. And I was able to see at a young age. Wow. Like, I obviously knew he was different. You know, I knew he was like me. Um, But it was nice to see someone like him thriving and living. And oh, my God, I miss that man so much. I... It's um devastating that we lost contact, you know, when my mom passed away. But then again, I was 13, so I didn't know about, you know, I didn't know any of that stuff. I wish I wish I could find him now. Um, Actually, I can always I was going to say I wish I can thank him, but I can do that now. So thank you, Uncle Guillermo, um, for just being such an inspiration to me as a young black gay man growing up. Um, I thank you for being able to teach me certain things. Of course, I was young. I was still figuring myself out, but I knew who I was. And seeing you, seeing him, made me very excited for my future. It made me like really believe that I could be happy as an outwardly, you know, fucking gave away. <laughs> you know, that's just it. Um, and so like I've seen now, like now I'm, I'm somebody's uncle Johnny, you know? So I want to pass that wisdom on, you know, to my kid. I don't have kids yet, but you know, my gay children. So that message needs to be passed on to them, you know? Oh my goodness. It's just this album, this album, this album. It's just wild. Like she really, oh, I didn't want to, um, she really like, really put on put in the work for us um and before i also forget someone else i want to shout out um honey dijon she's a dj producer uh, producer she's a dj um and producer in chicago but she's also a black trans woman and she helped co-write not only cozy but alien superstar so she beyonce had two black trans women on cozy T.S. Madison, who does the small spoken word. And then she also had DJ Honey Dijon, who wrote, and by extension, who was also on the Billboard Hot 100 because she wrote. That's what I'm saying. Like the way that Beyonce is spreading the, the fucking love, ugh, it's out of this world. It really is out of this world. Oh my God. I don't know how much time we have. Y'all know I can keep going on and on and on. Oh, before I do go. So we talked about, um, you know, da, 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 da. oh, by the way, she is number one also. Um, 
Beyonce, Break My Soul. This bitch simultaneously had Break My Soul go number one, right, as a single. And at the same time, she also had fucking Renaissance. The album was number one at the same time. Like, that's just legendary. Um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was going to talk about, bitch, the fact that she doesn't even have a music video out. She's literally letting this album speak for itself. And it's obviously loud because you can't let an album go number one with no music videos if you are not like fucking Beyonce. Who else has that fucking power, right? The fact that this bitch still hasn't given us a music video. I know Mother is somewhere over in Croatia, they said last time I heard. So (laughs) I'm one of one. I'm number one. She's 41. Happy birthday to the fucking queen of music, the queen of my world, the queen of everything. Um, it's just, it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. Beyonce is back. I'm about to put my motherfucking speaker on. Not only is she back putting out music, bitch, she did a whole, oh my God, y'all. This bitch had a whole song come out with Ronald Isley as well. Um, make me say it, girl. Make me make me say it again, girl. And the gag about this song, because this bitch is coming for a Grammy with him too. Um, adult contemporary. Watch the gag about that song and this new um, release that she did with Ronald Isley is that back in fucking ninety nine, ninety eight. When Destiny's Child first came out, they had a song called Second Nature on their album, which is one of my favorite songs ever. The gag about this is Second Nature is a sample of Say It Again Girl by the Isley Brothers. So this bitch not only sampled his song in 98 for her band, but she is on the original track with him basically doing like a small remix with him in this decade like the fact that she's bridging the gap between all our like you know oldies and the old heads and it's like ronald isley and beyonce bridging the gap from the older generation to the newer generation like don't fucking play with me she's been in the fucking game all this time she's the queen mother she's the fucking khaleesi of everything oh my god still no videos still no videos just teasers and fucking music that we just have to sit with and live with not that i'm mad at it by the way beyonce also fucking did a song with madonna the vogue remix the queen's remix oh my god where she you know in vogue Beyond, um, Madonna shouts out um, um, and Monroe Dietrich and DiMaggio Marlon Brando Jimmy Dean she shouts out uh, Madonna shouts out all the old school actors and actresses Marlon Brando you know Fred Astaire Ginger Rogers dance on air right 
So Beyonce this time, she did the Queens remix with the black girls. With the black girls. She's fucking shouting out. Let me see. Rosetta, Rosetta Tharp, Santi Gold, Nina Simone, Solange, Lizzo, Ke- Chloe, Chloe Bailey, Hallie, Kelly Rowland, fucking Grace Jones, Anita, Jill Scott, Tony Braxton. Oh my God. Like all the fucking black queens who are fucking, not all of them, but you know, just shouted out a lot of the influential black queens in the music industry who have been just fucking killing it, who have been inspirations, who have been motivators, who have been trendsetters, who have been innovators. And that's what it's about. Um, we have come to the end of another wonderful episode of Queer and Relevant. I do not know how long this is going to be, but it's about Beyonce, so it really doesn't fucking matter. Um, let's edit this bitch down. Thank you for coming to my renaissance. Thank you for coming to the renaissance, renaissance album review party. Listen, sweetheart, I'm about to take off. I'm about to put this motherfucking speaker on. I'm about to start some B-Day. So, like, let's just fucking go. Love you all so much. Be sure to follow us on um, Instagram at Queer and Relevant. That's Queer A-N-D Relevant. Also, make sure you are following us on Twitter on at Queer Relevant. I am at, I am Ron DMC and my wonderful co-host, Marcel at Marcel Lamar Music. We love you all so much. Thank you for listening. It's fucking B-Day. I literally recorded this whole fucking podcast right now. There is more to come. I love you all so much. I am back. Let's edit. Let's party. Let's dance. And here's to the Renaissance. (laughs) 